sir, if you'd like a drink. Compliments of Colonel Blake. Scotch, gin, vodka. And for your convenience, all in the same bottle. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. Of course, I am your host, Kenny, and joining us today are my good pals, Al. Hey, dudes, what's up? And Simon. Uh, gentlemen. Today we're going to be discussing Deal Me Out. It's from Season 2, Episode 13. It's the 37th episode overall. It was directed by Gene Reynolds, written by Larry Gilbert and Lawrence Marks. Production code is K413, and the original air date is December 8th, 1973. Uh, sir, could I ask a favor? Ask away. Uh, can I use the Jeep tonight? Oh, got a little action lined up tonight, Radar? Well, uh, me and a couple of guys are going down to the Purple Dragon in Daiwang. Supposed to be really nifty. Oh, Radar, the Purple Dragon is a Lockheed Bomber packing crate they emptied and stuck in a jukebox and a bunch of B-girls on roller skates. Yeah. I wouldn't touch one of those girls if I was a ten-foot pole. Uh, but, sir... Radar, uh... Uh, do you remember the training film you saw yesterday? Oh, don't worry about me, sir. I know what to do. Uh-huh. I'm not going to get trench foot. Have a good time. Oh, thanks. Okay, plus on me for this episode. Sidney Freeman comes Yay. to the camp and, <laughs> and joins in the poker game at the swamp. Radar hits a local with a jeep, although the local is famous for jumping in front of vehicles for the compensation. Hawkeye and Trapper operate on an intelligence officer against regulations. Sydney helps talk around a soldier who wants to kill Frank. Hi, sirs. Sandwiches from the mess tent. Hope everybody likes carrier pigeon. Yeah, there's ham, chicken, and something brown that just lays there. There you go. Jack four, pair of threes, queen, ace four. Everybody know Klinger? This is Captain Pack. Sir. Major Friedman. Ah, the psychiatrist. Still trying to get out wearing dresses, Klinger. Earrings with a sweater? Clinger, be creative. I remember a guy insisted he was a cockroach and would only crawl along the woodwork. That was Private Kafka, I believe. Then I had a young man who claimed to be reincarnated. Said he was with Washington at Valley Forge and therefore he'd already done his military service. <laughs> <laughs> and we had some uh, pretty interesting guest stars on this episode. We had the very famous Pat Morita playing Captain Sam Pack. Most well-known as the Wax On, Wax Off, Mr. Miyagi from the popular Karate Kid films. Pat had an impressive 169 acting titles to his name, including Happy Days. He sadly passed away in 2005 of kidney failure. Yeah, it was sad when he passed. Yes, it was. We also have Alan Arbus, who plays the wonderful Sidney Friedman. And Edward Winter plays Captain Halloran. MASH fans will recognize Winter as the strange Colonel Samuel Flagg in many episodes, including After MASH. 
Edward also appeared in two episodes of Trapper John M.D., Project UFO, and Empire. Edward passed away in 2001 with a fine 115 acting credits to his name. And still listed as a guest star in this episode was Jamie Farr as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. And then we have Tom Deaver, who played Lieutenant Rogers. Only eight acting credits for Tom, his last being in Cagney and Lacey. And Jerry Fujikawa plays Whiplash Huang. Jerry appeared in seven episodes of MASH playing different roles. He also appeared in 57 titles, including the very well-known series Mr. T and Tina, which did not star Mr. I Ain't Getting On No Playing Sucker T, but fellow episode <laughs> co-star Pat Molita. <laughs> Very cool. And then Gwen Farrell played Nurse Wilson. And then finally we have John Ritter who played Private Carter. Well-known actor John Ritter only appeared in one episode of M.A.S.H., but notched up a ridiculous amount of TV shows to his name, including films. He has 132 titles to his name, including playing John Dorian's father in Scrubs. But of course, he's really well known for Three's Company, where he played Jack Tripper. John, unfortunately, passed away in 2003. That that really broke my heart when he passed away. Yeah, so yeah. unexpected. He was awesome in Sling Blade. Yeah. He, he was awesome in anything he did, drama right. or comedy. It was incredible. He was even good in dramedies. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Five clams. I'm out. I'm in. wonder what the chances are of my getting the fifth jack. Oh, well, not to worry. You're five and up five. That's mean. I'm going to beat the pants off you, lady. Hey, where we get the kosher salami? I brought it. A little girl I knew at Berkeley sent it. She's a yenta now. Okay, okay, here we go. Down and dirty. What's your problem, poker face? I'm committing suicide. Go out and turn, Sydney. Oops, just found something. But I'll check. Hey, I bought the fifth jack. I'm out. Dealer bets ten bucks. Let's see here. Fondling your chips is very infantile. Not now, Sydney. All right, Clinger. I'll see your bet. What do you got? Full house. Aces full of tens. Oh, rats. Just missed. Pair of deuces? I don't have to show. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the episode. Uh, I'll start us off this time. Uh, I actually enjoyed this episode a lot. I really like the whole poker I mean, because normally we see them playing poker, but it's really, you know, quick scenes. It's never involved around a poker party. The entire episode was involved around this poker party. Um, I really enjoyed that. It goes to show you how, how Frank is a stickler for rules. He wouldn't operate on this guy, even though there's a possibility of him dying until someone came. Just a moment, nurse. Hold it, people. Lieutenant Rogers? Yes, sir? This man can't be put under. He's Army counterintelligence. Can't be anesthetized unless there's another CID man present. Uh, you know, in case he tells anything, under sedation, regulations. Uh, I've notified your HQ. There'll be someone here in an hour. Now, I guarantee you, you're absolutely in no danger. I think. Thanks, Doc. Um, which goes along with this character, so I thought it was very in character for Frank to do that. 
And, you know, of course it was in character for, for Hawkeye and Chopper to say, screw it, we're going to do it anyways. Officers laughing at a draft dodger while a real soldier lies bleeding in OR. What do you mean bleeding? Who's bleeding in OR? A CID man. His chopper crashed. Looks like multiple internal injuries. So why aren't you operating on him? You can't anesthetize a CID man unless there's another one present. Now that's crazy. There's an officer on his way from HQ. Be here anytime. Anytime, Frank? How many minutes are there in an anytime, Frank? I gave him two units. I assure you his condition is stable now. Being a horse doctor, you'd know that. I lost a kid that way once. Come on, Trent. Now be advised. If you so much as touch that patient, you're violating army regulations. Frank, we promise to keep saluting all during the operation. Deal us out. I really didn't care much for the whole, you know, uh, whiplash Wong guy and radar hitting him and then panicking and, you know. Uh, I think it was that was more of a weaker B story. I preferred just the the poker game. Poker game alone was funny. Uh, some there were some crazy moments in that with just those guys around the table talking. And that's what some I love great one liners. Yes, that's what I love about Mash is that they can sit around a poker table for twenty two minutes and throw jabs at each other, and it's hilarious. Some of the funniest lines were there. Uh, I loved when um, well, he's not flagging this episode, but. The, the guy who plays Flag, he's playing another, well, I don't know, he could be the same character, we don't know yet. Um, but when he uh, uh, talks to uh, Klinger about being a woman, and then Pat Moreno's character says, oh, it's my wife, yeah. and then he gets closer to him, he says, do you know, closer up, you look like a, a guy. Colonel, can these men be trusted? Well, certainly. What about her? She's my wife. That's a very interesting joke, Sam. Thanks for seeing me, Sidney. Hey. Up close, you're a guy. Far away, too. I love... I just... It's so funny. Funny stuff. It's so nonchalantly, too. Yes. I mean, just, like, matter-of-factly. Yeah. And just accepted it. I just love it. Yeah, and I'm not a huge fan of Flag. He's one of my least favorite characters. But I actually liked him in this episode. I liked his character. He wasn't as annoying to me. Uh, and I know we'll debate that when Flag appears officially appears in one of the episodes because I know you guys are fans of his and I am not. But um, yeah, but overall, I mean, it was a decent episode. Uh, I really liked, like I said, I just like the whole aspect of the guys sitting around and chatting, just being guys, and not you know worrying about anything. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Al? I I really enjoyed this episode. In fact, I would go so far as to say it's probably one of my favorites of this season. Hmm. Uh, I just I I love how they set it up. You know, at the beginning, they're all you know gathering for this conference. Meeting. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you think it's something really serious. It's some medical conference, and then it just turns out to be a big poker game. And I just love that. Um, I love Alan Arbus. I always love his. He's just. He delivers these one-liners just so effortless, effortlessly and um, much easier than I could actually say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just love the whole thing. And I know you, did, I, you didn't like the Halloran uh, character. And uh, you're right. We'll talk about this later on. But I really like him. And, and yeah. I think it is the establishment of the Colonel Flag character. Remember, he's an intelligence officer. So, of course, he's going to come to the MASH unit under a different name yeah. and a different uh, identity. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was I thought he was really funny. He's another one of those who can deliver he could deliver the funny lines in a straight way and you know, you're like laughing at it. You don't know why because he the way he delivers it. It's it's just great. I love how everybody at the table accepted Klinger for the way he was and the way he was dressed. Uh Pat Morita, awesome, awesome actor in this. I just thought he was just fantastic. Uh, I just, you know, really can't say enough about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I, I really do. Uh, and I even didn't even mind the the Whiplash Wang um, B story. I mean, it, it, it um, you know, you could probably could have removed that from the episode and you wouldn't have missed it. Mm-hmm. But it, it kind of gave a little, uh, a little bit of a, a backbone, if you will, just to kind of carry some of the dead spots, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, and we got to see Radar being all nervous and everything, so I yeah. I enjoyed it. How about you, Meds? Uh, yeah, no, the same here. I, I thought it was a very. Uh, I found that they seem to have a very carefree attitude in this in this episode. You know, with uh, Henry regarding the Korean uh, Whiplash, uh, and you know, because at that point I didn't know that he did this quite frequently to get compensation, and Henry was just sort of like, ah, well. Yeah, let me know you're getting on. I'll go back to the card game. And the same with Hawkeye and Trapper, the soldier who doesn't want to go back home. You know, he's there quite quite clearly disturbed, putting a pillow over his head, and they just get up and walk walk off again. Um, I really do like um, the, the 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 line in there, uh, what Edward Winter says as Captain Hallowell, when he, he looks over at Klinger, uh, when they say, can these people be trusted? He goes, uh, you know, uh, what about her? I really, I couldn't stop laughing at that. I just thought it was so well <laughs> delivered. You know, the fact none of them, none of them crack up either. Um, yeah. Uh, of course, Sydney Freeman called Sydney in this episode as well as yes. before. Yeah, this is the second the time we've seen. Yeah, the first appearance of Sydney. Um, but um, Pack and Freeman's lines about Frank's beliefs at the beginning uh, when Frank walks in. Oh, I see the conference is in full swing. Hi, Frank. What's new up on the mount? Were any good commandments lately? It's against regulations to gamble with an enlisted man. It really had me in stitches because, you know, normally you don't get any kind of jokes in um, TV series when they knock um, somebody's religious beliefs. And because yeah. it, it, it actually it knocked me back a little bit because I thought, oh, blimey, that was quite, you know, it was really quite punchy and straight in there. And I always commend that kind of thing because it's like pushing the boundaries a little bit. Really like that. And, um, Trapper pulling the shower on Frank, and it's only a little cut scene. Just as I cut away from the shower scene, Frank goes to say something, and Trapper just pulls the shower. I and love that. Now, yeah. whether that was scripted or that was just like uh, you know done on the whim, I, I don't know. But it was a. It really did make me laugh. I, th- I, I agree with both of you again. again this, is, this is getting scary. The fact that we're, <laughs> we're agreeing with each other here. This something's going on. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I go with you, Al. I, I, this is actually one of my favourite episodes of this season. It's uh, it's fun. It's got uh, you know I, I do I do quite like the whiplashing because that did happen an awful lot. You know, and and you can't blame them at that point because they've lost the farms, they haven't got any livelihood. The only way they can get money, and you know, if you can do it, if you can get away with it, then you know, I suppose you would do if you need money to 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 um, feed your family. So I think I think uh, Vader, uh, Gary Berghoff's acting is just oh, it's a bit terrible in this episode. It's a bit, you know, really over the top. It's almost like a stage where you you know your facial mannerisms have to be slightly exaggerated for the people at the back. Um, well, yeah. no, we, we, maybe, we, maybe that's we, why I don't like it. Yeah, well. I mean, we're sitting six feet away from you, mate, on a TV screen. We can, <laughs> <laughs> you know, these over the top <gasps> hand in front of the mouth routine. Uh, it, was, it was slightly annoying, but um, 
you know, otherwise, yeah, I really enjoy it. Really, really good episode. Top, top episode in this series for me. Well, I, you know, I, I love the way that uh, they all pitched in too to give Radar some money to pay the guy off instead yeah, of just letting the guy, you know, yeah, right, just saying, hey, you know, we know we got you busted. We know that you're a fake. Get out of here. So they, 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 they chipped in. They helped Radar out. Radar out. They helped the guy out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kenny, I, I know you were talking about um, how it, this kind of shows how Frank is a stickler for the rules. I don't necessarily view Frank as a stickler for the rules in this situation. I think, you know, he saw uh, an intelligence officer and he saw a way to possibly get some points with the higher brass by, by sticking to the rules. I think it's more like a, mm. you know, look at, look at how wonderful I am. I, I, I don't necessarily think he was doing it for, with the rules strictly in mind. I can see that. I didn't look at it from that perspective, but I can definitely see that. I can, Frank definitely would do that. Oh yeah. 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 Very cool. And I really liked John Ritter's character. Oh, yeah. You know, the fatigued officer who just didn't want to go back and kind of went crazy. And I'm sure that happened all the time. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have recognized him either if it was the fact that I'd, I'd read up and made my notes before watching it. That Oh, really? We, yeah, no. Oh, but, he, looks, he looks just like Jack Tripper to me. I've watched Three's yeah. Company but so the, much. The thing is, is I, I don't really know a, a lot about um, yeah. uh, John Ritter. I mean, yeah. as I say, that, hence the reason why we know about the... The script here I put uh, as JD's father in Scrubs because I, I know, being a big fan of Zap Braff, uh, Zap Braff had yeah. turned around and said he personally asked for John Ritter to play his father in, in Scrubs. And, yeah. uh, and then as soon as, cause as soon as I saw him in Scrubs, I recognized him from a few other things. But as for his early career, I don't, I don't really know an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a fantastic ac- actor. Yeah, he was. He was. So, and this is, uh, this is one of his early performances, too. So. Yeah, I think it may have been one of his first ones, yeah. if not his first one. Yeah. So, very, very cool. Yes. Wait a minute. Almost killed who? Oh, I don't know what his name is, sir. You know how dark it is. I was driving along, and all of a sudden I felt this thump. I think it was a thump. Was it a thud or a thump? No, it was more like a thump. It was a uh, real sharp light. Yes, it was definitely a thump, sir. A Korean thump. Why a Korean thump? Because I ran over a Korean. Holy macro radar! Hitting a Korean national! Mm. They'll put you into the cooler till you're a little old corporal. Yes, sir. Now just take it easy, son. Where is he? Oh, he's in the hospital. Let's go. Yes, sir. I'm really sorry to take you away from your card game. Oh, radar, don't you think you mean more to me than a pair of deuces? Yes, sir. All right, it's time for some behind the scenes. As Al mentioned, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but we'll just reiterate it. Edward Winter first appears as Captain Halloran in Deal Me Out, obviously. This is the episode we're talking about. But would later play the paranoid Colonel Sam Flagg six times in the series. Halloran may have been one of Flagg's many aliases when he and Sidney Freeman meet in a later episode. Flagg reminds Freeman they've once played poker together. Yeah. So, so some continuity. It, it, yeah, yeah it definitely, it, he definitely is the same character, just different names. So, that's correct. Uh, this is another episode uh, in which Loretta Sweet, who of course plays uh, Margaret Houlihan, uh, does not appear in this episode. Maybe it's because uh, people might get confused with Halloran and Houlihan. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> when Radar is first seen, he's wearing a light blue cravat. Now, this is inappropriate for a medic. Light blue is the color for the infantry. While Radar is the company clerk... He is still a medic. Medics wore maroon cravats. The color used in most medical unit patches and crests is maroon. Mm, interesting. Mm. Yes. 
Hawkeye says the good ship Lollipop is leaving. It's actually in reference to the movie Bright Eyes from 1934. Mm. Uh, when Hawkeye mentions Private Katka, it is literally reference to Metamorphosis, written by Franz Katka, about a person who wakes up and finds out he's been transformed into a cockroach. Oh, yikes. Uh, psychoanalysis. <laughs> <laughs> Painful. Aye. Uh, now, Hawkeye accuses Frank of having studied medicine under General Rommel. Erwin Rommel was a Nazi officer in World War II. He was nicknamed the Desert Fox. Hmm, that's pretty harsh. Yes, it is. Yeah, it actually has more context when you know that that's who mm -hmm. he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gene Reynolds received an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Directing in a Comedy Series for this episode. Yeah, this is a very well-directed episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought so, too. This is the first of two appearances by Pat Morita as Captain Sam Pack. Interestingly, both of his episodes feature a subplot with Radar in trouble with the locals. Here, he runs into one with a jeep. And in The Chosen People, he's accused of fathering a Korean woman's baby. Yeah, it was a funny one. <laughs> Now, this is the first of seven appearances by Jerry Fujikawa in various roles. The last is in episode 230. Yeah, his name, you have to say really quick, don't you? There's no slowing it down when you say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That could get you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's the last tray. You're going to upset, soldier. There's a war on, and we've no time for violence. I don't want to go back up there. I don't. I want to go. Nobody wants to go, fella. We all know it's brutal at the front, especially those of us at the rear. There's nothing wrong with you, see? It's all in your head. <laughs> but don't get the idea. It's psychological. <laughs> I'm not buying that old combat fatigue dodge. You know, you're going back into the front line, soldier. The army doesn't care about your head. Just get the enemy in the crosshairs and blast away. What's up, Frank? Fort Sumter been fired upon? Did you get to the whites of their eyes part, Frank? You did it, didn't you? Operated on the CID, man. Yeah, we thought we'd save his life for kicks. Mm -hmm. well, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes when this thing hits the fan. Oh, you're a big fan hitter, aren't you, Frank? I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Shut up or I'll have you shipped out tonight. Hey, Frank. Doctors, medicine, compassion, remember? We're here to serve. Ours is a dedicated, humane profession. All right, guys, it's time for trivia. Yeah. Oh, no. Your favorite. Come on, admit it. I have to go now. There's a <laughs> kettle of tea boiling on the water thingy there. All right, Al, why don't you go first here? Oh, you. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm doing this fairly. I'm going back. I have a special us. place in hell for you, buddy. <laughs> Again, we're going to be doing a scene from the early seasons, and I will ask you a question in regards to that scene. Uh, you guys tend to like those. At least Al does. <laughs> He's been getting most of them right. Hey, Kenny, has anybody ever told you you're really funny? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The scene is Radar was down in the dumps because he received a Dear John record from his girlfriend back home. You guys remember that episode? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Question for Al. What was the name of the girl who dumped Radar? Um, Peggy Sue? The name? Ooh, that was close. It's Linda Sue. Ooh. Oh, I knew it was Sue something or other. You got close. You get half yeah. point for that one. Oh, good. Thank you. 
All right, Meds, here we go. Okay. What was the name of the guy she dumped Radar for? Oh, I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> uh... And it's not Peggy Sue. Nope. I'll give you a hint. He he was he has a first name of the son on the Jetsons. Oh, Book? Bookies? <laughs> no, uh, no. It's Elroy. Oh, I was not going to get Elroy that. Elroy Fimple. Oh, is his name. Kenny, I'm sad that you knew that. <laughs> Why? I like the Jetsons. It was a cartoon back in the day when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the question for me, where was the Dear John record made? Holy moly. <laughs> um, it was a department store, but I don't remember the name of it. I have no idea. I just know it was a department store. That's a hard uh, The answer... Is Holtzman's department store. All right, I, I was close. I got department store. Yeah, half, half a point. Half a point. Thank half you. Point, Thank yeah. you I'm still winning. <laughs> All right, and here's a question for our listeners: What was the name of the nurse who made Radar forget his troubles? So once again, this is the scene where Radar is down in the dumps because he he received a Dear John record from his girlfriend back home. And the question for our listeners, what was the name of the nurse who made Radar forget his troubles? So you go ahead and email your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Do you guys know that one? Nope. No. Hmm. <laughs> well, maybe some of our listeners will. Fair Queen's about the trapper. Oh, wait a minute. What's everybody got? You like to look at my whole card, gringo? Very funny. Don't rush me. Would you like to make a bet before the war goes into overtime? Okay, I'll check to the possible straight. Check along. I'm out. I'm like five. El Foldo. All right, I'll see you. Over and out. Sam, did you get the straight? Did I hit the straight? Huh? Two, three, four, five, nine. <laughs> My queen's held up. Show me another stack, Shirley. Hold it. Everybody freeze. What's the matter? One of the sandwiches just moved. All right, you can find MASH 4077 Podcast all over the Internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, and we're at MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow the hosts at Twitter. I am at Geeky Fanboy. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mets. And I am at Tales Podcast. And our website is www.mash4077podcast.com. We also have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And uh, our email address for all our correspondence, including the trivia questions, is mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And our terrific MASH online store can be found at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast also if you could please leave us reviews at itunes we love getting reviews we love hearing from our listeners and it also throws us into charts and just brings more notoriety to our podcast okay moving right along now dealer's choice five card stud sydney what's a psychiatric basis for gambling sex why i don't know they told me to say it sex is why we gamble sex is why we drink sex is why we give birth thank you doctor I'm taking a $5 chip. That was a house call. Are you guys going to play cards or chew the fat? If I want to chew the fat, I'll eat a sandwich. Henry, bet the bullet. Hey, I bet a buck. 
Here they are. Pierce, McIntyre. Oh, yeah. You two are under arrest. Whoop. Hold the phone. I'm Colonel Blake here. Nobody arrests them without telling me the whys and wherefores or the reason thereofs. They operated on a CID man without another CID man standing by. Captain Halloran. Okay. Did you guys really do that? Henry, the guy could have died. He was bleeding, Henry. And Frank here, who studied medicine under General Rommel, was too chicken to operate. He was afraid that under anesthesia, the lieutenant might give away Harry Truman's hat size. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode, Deal Me Out. It's from Season 2, Episode 13. I think we all pretty much liked it. Some of you guys put it in your top, top, top list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best of the season, mm-hmm. of that season at least. All right, so I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Captain Leah Dama. <laughs> we'll be seeing you. Radar had a Jeep accident. He hit a local. What happened, kid? Uh, the guy's all right. He's sitting up. I told you, Radar. Well, he says that uh, if I give him 50 bucks, he won't report me to the MPs. Hey, Corporal, is this a little guy about five foot nothing, anywhere between 50 and 200 years old? Yes, sir. He looks like he fell off a charm bracelet. Yes, sir. His name is Huang. Yes, that's what he said, sir. Oh, you know who you got here, Henry, the famous whiplash Huang. Oh, what? Huh? He's the fall-down king of Korea, professional accident victim. He pretends to let a jeep bang into him, and then he gets whatever he can for it. That's pathetic. Yeah, it is, in a way. He was a farmer before the war, and then he had to hit the road, literally. All right, come on. Ten bucks a man ought to do it. Hey, this is blackmail, you know. Maybe I ought to run him in. Maybe you will on the way home. Okay, that's right. Here you go, Radar. Oh, thank you, sir. All you sirs. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. On September 22, 2004, Oceanic Flight 815 left Sydney, Australia, bound for Los Angeles, and crashed on a remote and mysterious island somewhere in the South Pacific. 
the survivors quickly realized this was no ordinary island. The groundbreaking Emmy Award-winning drama Lost ran on ABC television from September 22, 2004 to May 23, 2010, and remains to this day one of the greatest television series of all time. Relive every moment of this amazing series as we reopen the hatch and take you deep inside each episode of this epic series. My name is Joyce. And I'm Al. And on our show, Lost Flight 815, we'll cover each episode of this immensely popular series in a unique way. We'll watch the show as we record and share our thoughts and Lost facts while you listen to the episode with us. So tune in to the Lost 815 podcast and visit us on the web at www.lostflight815.com and relive one of the greatest shows of all time. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LostFlight815. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Hawkeye and Trapper upright on the intelligence officer, officer, but 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 Most well known for... Okay. Oh, man, that's going to be fun. All right, time for some behind the scenes. First up, we have... Aren't we going to talk about the episode? Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we should do that first, huh? Interestingly, both of these episodes feature a subplot with Vader's... And, um, you know, I... uh... I guess that's all I enjoy, because that's all I have in my notes. 